Hallelujah. I was going to do a special song for Sam this morning, but uh, my brother decided to sing. <laughs> oh, well, in the middle of the service, whatever the Lord is leading me. And uh, it's always one of Maybe we sing a song. He touched me. Oh, he touched me. And all the joy that floods my soul. Sister uh, Rhonda, she's smiling. You see, she heard all the hymn songs. All the hymn songs. See, uh, we don't hear that so often anymore with them songs. Shackled by the head. Every burden beneath a load of guilt and shame. Hallelujah. We might sing that a little bit later. The title of this message this morning is When the Odds Are Against You. This is what God is telling us. When the odds against you. God is telling us that trust God's ways and walk by faith, not by sight. And in Luke chapter 1, verse 38, all we have to say is amen when we agree the word of God. Our, our response is amen. And when the angels appeared to Mary. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. And Mary herself accepted what it is about to happen for the future, which is Jesus Christ came as a human form. This was what Mary said when the angels of the Lord gave her the word that she would bear forth God's son, where we say, Amen. Amen. We agree with what God says and establish. His promises in our lives. Today's message is a special word in reason for the Benjamin generation this day. We are in the Benjamin generation, the end time generation. It is based on a story in 1 Samuel chapter 13 when Israel's army led by King Saul from the tribe of Benjamin, was surrounded by their enemies. The Bible is specifically in 1 Samuel 13, verse 5 and 7. 1 Samuel chapter 13, 5 through 7, the New King versions, New King James Version, I will read it to you. And the Philistines, gathered themselves together to fight with Israel. 
30,000 chariots and 6,000 horsemen. And people as the sand, as the sand which is on the sea shore in multitude. And they came up and pitched in Mekmesh, eastward, eastward from Beth Heaven. When the men of Israel saw they that they were in a strait, for the people were distressed. The people did hide themselves in caves and in thickles and in rocks and in high places and in pits because of fear. They hid themselves. And some of the Hebrews went over Jordan to the land of Dad and Gilead. As for Saul, he was yet in Gilgal. And all the people followed him trembling. See, the enemy will always want to scare you in the history, in the word of God, and even in Moses' time. The enemy is, look like is so big. Then the Philistines gathered together. This is so big. There is in this story, in this story, God's people being surrounded by their enemies is a picture of what Christians are facing today. We've been surrounded by the enemy. That's why a lot of Christians, they don't want to come to church anymore because of fear, because of turmoil, because of distress, because of anxiety, because they were looking at the natural. They're not looking what God can do. The Bible said, if God before you, who can be against you? Romans 8.31. When God before you, who can be against you? He is the one. He go before you in this new covenant of grace. And the Bible says, Christian are facing today. We are living in a time where the world seems to be assaulting Christians and trying to put us to shame. You see it now all over the world. You see it around the country. King Saul was greatly afraid in this situation. What in his use? He was a king. Chosen. And out of fear of his own people, of his own people, deserting him, he disobeyed God. In 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 8, Saul was Instructed by Prophet Samuel. This is what Prophet Samuel said to Saul. And thou shalt go down before me to Gilgal. And behold, I will come down unto thee. To offer burnt offerings and to sacrifice. And, and to sacrifice sacrifices of peace offerings. Seven days shalt thou tarry till I come thee. Look at this direction. Look at this commandment. What Prophet Samuel was speaking to Saul. 
This is what God's word said. When you are in need of healing, when you are in need of your salvation, when you are in need of your prosperity, when you are in need of your deliverance, the Bible said already, He was wounded for transgression, bruised for our iniquities, chastisement of our pieces upon Him. By His stripes, we are healed. You, when you tarry, you, when you said amen with the word of God, you will see it accomplished and prosper on the things. He will send it to. It will happen. But this is what Samuel did. He disobeyed God. And so his, but, but during this period of waiting, then saw, saw how his soldiers were f- fleeing. First Samuel 13, verse 11. He chose to offer a sacrifice. On his own, instead of waiting for Samuel, in 1 Samuel 13, verse 14. Look at that. But now the kingdom shall not continue. The Lord hath sought him, a man after his own heart. Because of his disobedience, he sacrificed himself in the fleshly realm. He didn't wait for Samuel. Saul did. That's why God said here, the word from Samuel said, but now the kingdom shall not continue because of disobedience. The Lord hath sought him a man after, after his own heart, and the Lord hath commanded him to be captain over his people because thou hast not kept that which the Lord commanded thee. See, he sacrificed, he did everything he done because he's so of fear. He saw it, he's got to take it in his own hand. That's why you have to wait in the Lord, what he is speaking to you. You cannot get ahead of God because you will fail. Everything in Christ, we are more than conqueror through Christ who strengthened us. He is our strength. He is our victory. We don't have to fight the battle anymore like the, the old ways. We have to fight the battle in a spiritual realm. The Bible said in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. Hallelujah. Even you can start in verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapon of our warfare are not carnal, but is mighty, mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. See that? That's what I said to you this morning. When you praise God, when you praise Him from your mouth, your reasonable service unto the Lord, and you will see the manifestation in the fleshly realm that what God has already been ordained in the spiritual realm. The Word of God, it is just say an amen. The promises of God, we speak an amen. Instead of waiting on the Lord, Saul felt that he need to take things into his own hands. Saul was a fleshly man who walked by what he saw. The flesh will always want to do something to help itself instead of waiting upon the Lord. 
The Bible said in, in Isaiah 40, verse 31, They that wait upon the name of the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagle. They shall run and not be weary and walk and not faint. See, waiting in the Lord is a perfect for us. We don't want to get ahead of God. The Bible tells us to walk by faith, not by sight. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. Even in the face of our troubles, we chose to stand still and see this Lord fight for us. The Bible said in Exodus 14, verse 13, Moses said, see, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. He will fight for us. He will fought, he fought for us even in the old. Amen. God's always been with us. It's always been now in this new covenant. This is what Moses said. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptian womb ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more for if forever. See, that's how God is. That's what I encourage everybody when some of you loved ones, they are in turmoil, they are in anxiety, they are in, they are in distress. Instead of going into psychiatrists, instead of going into, go to God's word. God's word said, I already provided you peace. For the peace of God, pass it all understanding. Pass it all understanding in your soul, in your mind. It is God's already, he gave unto you the everything, the provision. He is alive and well every day in our lives. But I am preaching to you this morning that you have to stand still and see the salvation of God for His word that going forth out of His mouth. He will not return unto Him void. He will accomplish and prosper on the things He will send it to. It is Isaiah 55 verse 11. God, He wants you to believe on Him. He wants you to stand still. Unlike Saul, David was not a fleshly king. Instead of making decisions based on appeasing the people around him, David made decisions based on the Lord's will and guidance in his life. We, you are, if you are leader in the capacity, may you not make decision based on seeking, based approve. Uh, you're not making a decision based on seeking the approval of others, people. Based on seeking, is always based on seeking the Lord. Do not be like the church in Laodicea. And acted on whatever they felt was right, but instead seek the Lord. The church today, the church is not operated by democracy, but by theocracy, where the Lord speaks and leads through leadership. The Lord will guide the church and grant. Demonstration of his power when the church is aligned with him. Jesus like how electricity 
can only flow through the conductors. The power of God flows through us when we are submissive to His will and align with His Holy Spirit. Amen. We need to align to His Holy Spirit. When troubles overwhelm you, depend on the Lord and His ways to see victory. This is how God is. Like the story of Jairus' daughter. When we look at Jairus' daughter, the story of Jairus' daughter, do you want to get rid of that fear in your life? In Luke chapter 8, verse 50, but when Jesus heard it, he answered him saying, Fear not, believe only, and she shall be made whole. Luke chapter 8, verse 50. Believe only, and she shall be made whole. That's what I like about this story. In Mark chapter 5, verse 35 to verse to verse 43, Jesus said, told Jairus to believe only, employing the faith. Faith is unseen. Faith is a substance hoped for, evidence of things not seen. Jesus himself walked in the earth. The grace is made available for you. That's why when he was disturbed, while he yet speak, while he yet speak, there come from the ruler of the synagogues, how certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master any farther? That's how the devil wants to attack you, to show you your five senses. You know what Jesus said? Uh, uh, as soon as Jesus heard the word, as soon as Jesus heard the word, as soon as Jesus heard the word, listen to this praise, the word that was spoken. He said unto the ruler of the synagogue, which is Jairus, be not afraid, only believe. That's why that song said, only believe, only believe. All things are possible where you only believe. This is what implying. He said, only believe, and he suffered no man to follow him, said Peter and James and John, the brothers of James. I don't know why he only told the three of them to follow Jesus. He told everybody not to follow them. There were 12 disciples. Told them not to follow them because those three, they see Jesus in the transfiguration. In a mountain. They know who Jesus is. They're familiar with them. And that's why there's no doubt. God don't want us a doubters around. That you can see only. That's why Jesus himself. He said himself. That's why this is also the reason James tell us not to double minded. Or to waver. James 1 chapter 1 verse 5 and 8. That's why we cannot be double-minded. Faith is only the one that can have access 
through this grace. Grace is already made available for us. The hand that takes from grace is faith. When you look at the natural thing, your five senses, what you see, what you hear, what you taste, what you feel, what you touch, that's the five senses. You can only see that. Fear and faith are opposing forces. Fear is actually faith in reverse. Fear is actually faith in reverse. Fear is believing something or someone other than God, which is Satan himself. Therefore, fear makes, fear makes us subject, subject to Satan. And his death, just a fate, make us recipient of all that God has to offer. This is the reason Jesus told Jairus, fear not. Jairus, fear would have sealed his daughter's death if he did not receive what Jesus was speaking. The Bible said, by hearing and hearing the word of God, faith will be committed. Romans 10, verse 17. By hearing and hearing what Jesus has been speaking to us, because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Then our simple childlike faith that remains will do the job. It doesn't take big faith, just a pure faith. That's why when Second Timothy chapter one verse seven, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear; He's giving us the spirit of power, of love, and a sound mind. See that? That's why you have to confront the enemy with the word of God. Therefore, we put voices in the word of God. And then the way the fear is able to come upon us is that we take our attention off of Jesus. When we took off our attention at Jesus, that's why fear come to our life and put in our situation. You're always going to seek God. Fear, a, double, a doubt cannot just overcome us. Fear or doubt cannot just overcome us. It cannot. We have to let it end. The same way that faith comes by hearing the word of God. Fear comes by hearing or seeing something contrary to God's word. When the doctor tells you that you have cancer and then you keep focusing in that and you keep trying to do yourself, to do everything that you can, that you can be healed from that cancer. But God said in the Bible, said in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, looking unto Jesus, the, owner, the author, the finisher of our faith. We have to look unto him. He is the faith that we have to look up to him that we have already done. He already have done it. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. This is what faith will bring you. This is who God is. Fear comes by hearing and seeing something contrary to the God's word. We would not be tempted with fear or doubt if we didn't consider things that Satan uses to minister that fear and doubt. 
I could see more people healed every day, walking in this divine health. If you are just looking at this word, when there is something wrong in your body, your body has to submit with the word of God, and you have to find scriptures. When there is something wrong, when the doctor tells you that you're going to die, you got only 10 months to live because you have cancer, and you will proclaim the Lord, salvation in your life. Salvation is a so-so. The apostle so Paul that is saying about in Romans chapter 1 verse 16 for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ but it's the power unto salvation salvation what is you needed healing in your body in your body is a so-so that everything you needed healing unto, unto power unto salvation to everyone that believe first to the Jew and the Greek this is everything we have, and you've been suffering. Oh, well, the doctor say that. The doctor says that. Then you keep preparing for what is the doctor is saying. I respect the doctor. They are created by God. Everything is created by God. But God says something. I already healed you 2,000 years ago. The Bible says in 1 Peter 2.24, who is himself, bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we are being dead to sin, should live unto his righteousness. By his stripes, we are healed. Amen. We were healed. This is the word of God. You need a healing. You need the miracles in your life. The miracles already been given. Miracles only come when there's crisis. But if you think that's what you need, you brought up the word of God. It's already made available for you. This grace is already made. It's already made 2,000 years ago. And this grace, he died for you. And he rose from the dead on the third day. Now he said, all power is given unto me from heaven above and in the earth, under the earth. Everything, the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that he is Lord of all. This word of God, Satan, Satan himself tries to distract us with thinking about our problems. No problem is too big to God. We should cast our concern about the problem over on God and just keep our eyes on Jesus, the word. 1 Peter 5 verse 7. Casting all your cares upon him because he cares for you. Casting it all. You know what? Casting it, everything. Casting all your care upon him for he cared for you. God himself. That's when, when I come into a situation, when I hear a naysayer, when I hear people this and that, and I have to come to God, I petition myself unto the Lord. I am his son, therefore I am his child, therefore I have everything, the right to command, the right to stand with his mind. The devil, he's not going to steal from me anymore. He's been caught the thief. In John chapter 10, verse 10, the thief just come, three things, to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus Christ came that you have life and life more abundantly in this earth. Amen. That's what faith is. The devil try to attack you with fear. Everything, that's his scheme all the time. Valuing what you have in Christ. You value everything what you have in Christ. 
Galatians 1 verse 27, to them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of his mystery among the Gentiles. We were the Gentiles once, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Colossians 1.27, Christ in you, the hope of glory. You need to stand upon the word of God because everything is in Christ Jesus. Everything what you need to pertaining to life and godliness, everything is in Christ Jesus. He loves you so much that he don't want to see you be lost. He don't want to see you live a mediocre life in this earth. He wants to see you live like the king's kid in this earth. You are the redeemed. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. He is our vindication. He is our victory. You have to say this. I like what Joel Austin said. I am not a victim. I am the victor. Hallelujah. Oh, Robo See that confession? You feel like the victim, the devil tries to tell you, you're a victim. No. You are the victor because he that is in you. My little children, you overcome this which is in the world because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. 1 John 4, 4. He is in you. He is everything I ever need. Hallelujah. Some of you this morning that have not received the Lord Jesus Christ watching in Facebook, all I have to do is, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus come, into my heart. come into my heart. I repent. I repent. Thank, you Thank you for forgiving me for all of my sins. I receive you now, Lord and Savior. You see the prayer, you are born again in Jesus' name. I pray for you to also receive the indwelling of the Holy Ghost. And hallelujah in Jesus' name.